0: This is Real Life with Kevin West.
1: Cause I've got something
0: Then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria, and they are in in Hazazon, Tamar, which is in Gadi. And Jehoshaphat feared. He got afraid. When he saw the things stacked against him and people coming against him, you've got to realize he wasn't used to this. He had never fought fights like this before. Nobody ever came against him. He was the kind of guy that went along with everybody. And it was peaceful times. It was at rest in his his day. It was good. And now all of a sudden he finds himself looking up. And the words start coming to him. I don't know where this is coming from. And he's trying to say, oh my God, what what, what am I going to do? I've never fought this fight before. I don't know how to fight this fight because I've never been here before. I don't even know what it looks like. So he got afraid. He was scared. When something starts coming at you, and you find yourself in it, and you find yourself in a real, real battle, and you're, the first thing that comes to your mind has to be is, oh God, what am I going to do? How do I fix this battle, win this war, stop this pain? What do I do? Jehoshaphat was afraid, he, and he set himself to seek the Lord. That's the first thing you're going to do. The first thing you're going to do when you find this anxiety, this worry, this fear, or you identify something, listen to me, when you identify something that got passed down, the first time it comes to you and says, oh God, my dad had cancer, my grandpa had cancer, my mom had breast cancer, whatever it is, and you start feeling it, and you've got a lump come up, it's going to cause you to be afraid. You're going to, Now you realize, oh, oh I'm, I'm being attacked by something I didn't create you with me the next thing you do when that fear hits you you set yourself to seek the Lord number one you your 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 first fight back is to God it's not web.com webmd it's not Google Right? Because what it'll do, those things, I'm not saying you shouldn't research it. I'm telling you though, if you don't seek the Lord first and you get all that in you, all the emotions and worries and fears that got passed down to you too, three or four generations earlier, yeah. are going to well up inside of you. Now you've got not only the issue of physical, now you've got emotional stuff going on. Yeah. That's right? right? You've got to center yourself. And go, oh, I'm putting the rest of this. And how you do that? Set yourself on him. And he proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judah. I'm not telling you to fast. You tell your whole family to fast. Wife, not mom. If it's a mother, ain't cooking today. That's a fast, <laughs> right? So you do drive through. So Judah gathered together, or GrubHub or DoorDash. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord. That's what he did. And from all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah. Judah means praise. And Jerusalem, the city of peace. So you have praise and peace in the house of the Lord before the new court. Now watch this. And he said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hand is there not power and might? So that no one is able to stand. When he set his face on God... Look what he's doing. He's asking God the question. You know why he's asking God the question? Because he's trying to build up his own faith. He's not asking God that in case God didn't know. He's just telling and reminding God that so he will know. Aren't you the ones over all the kings of the world? Yes, you are. He starts reminding himself as he's talking to God of who God really is. Oh, Lord God, our fathers and you, God in heaven... Are you, do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the, of the nations? And in your hand is there no power and might? No, so that no one is able to withstand. Nobody can withstand you, God. Are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people, Israel, and gave it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend, forever? And they dwell in it and have built you a sanctuary in it, and in your, your name, saying, if disaster comes upon us, a sword, judgment, pestilence, a famine, we will stand before his, this temple and in your presence. For your name, look at this, for your name is in this temple. And cry out to you in the affliction and you will hear and you will save. And now here are a few people. Here's what he's saying. Are you not the God? Are you not the one that brought us out here and gave us this land? Did we not build this thing for you and we're standing here... God do something are you not the one and then he so after after trying to build up God a little bit and build himself up by believing who God is here's what he says now here are a few people of Ammon Moab and Mount Seir whom you would not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt but they turned from them and did not destroy them Here they are, rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your possession, which you have given us. Here's what he's saying. Generations before, they couldn't be touched. And now they're raising their head against us. This is not a battle we chose, God. This predates us. Three and four generations before us. Here they are trying to come at us now to throw us out of the possession which you had given us to inherit. Our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against the great multitude that is coming against us. Nor do we know what to do. But our eyes are upon you, God. The addiction that I'm dealing with, these proclivities and these tendencies and inclinations that I have, these this, this emotional distress that I'm feeling, that I feel like the world's coming. I can't. The panic attacks, the anxiety, God, the depression. I can't. I can't deal with this. I do not have the strength to withstand it. But you did. So God, I don't know that I created this for myself. And if I did, I did it in ignorance. I don't know how to fix this, God. And if I did it, I've done it in ignorance. I don't know how. And God, if I did it willingly, then I, it, was, it was stupidity and ignorance. And here I am. I'm confessing to you that I can't fix it. I don't know how to stop the cancer. I don't know how to stop the blood disease. I don't know how to stop the high blood pressure. I don't know how to stop type 2, type 1, type. I don't know what. I don't know how to stop. I don't know what to do, God. Here I am. I didn't pick this fight. Look at this. Now, all Judah, here's where the generations come. With their kids, their little ones, their wives, their children. Stood before the Lord. We're we're, we're going to do this right. They're saying, "God, I know some of this got handed down to me from three or four generations up, because you said you would not, you 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 would not just turn your head from that. There has to be justice from these things, and here I am, and I'm feeling the repercussions and the pressures." Of life today in 2023 like it's caving in on me. And I look at my kids, and I look at my grandkids and I look around and I go, God, I don't want them to have to deal with what the fights that I'm dealing with. So God, I don't know how to fix this because I feel like it's caving in around me. I don't know how to not do that anymore. I, I, I do what I don't want to do, and I don't want to do, and I do what I shouldn't do. I don't know how to stop all that, and I wrestle, and I fight, and I wrestle, and I fight, and it's like a vicious cycle that I go through over and over and over again, and I don't know how to quit it. But God, you do. You put me in, that's what I, you put me in this family. I didn't get, that I can choose anything. I have free will, but that I didn't have free will. You put me in this family. You had me born in that city. You had me born in that situation and that circumstance. That's my dad and that's my mom. That's my grandparents. I didn't choose them. You did that. So I get all the baggage that comes with it. I get all the blessing that comes with it. I I, I get it all. I see all that. But Lord, here I am. And I want my kids to get the good, but I don't want them to get the bad. So help me, God. Am I preaching to anybody on yeah. 2022? Yeah. And he brings the kids in. And he says, We're going to do this together because this is generational. Yeah. You, you all don't know your grand. You don't know the granddad used to beat grandmom because he passed away. And you all see me have aggression and frustration and anger. And I'm not hitting on your mom. But the effects of what I saw as a kid. Is affecting me today. How I handle you? Mm. You don't know this, but they, my parents were divorced when I was a kid, and we were separated. And I, I didn't—I didn't have that influence. And now I'm doing the best I can with what I've been dealt with, and nobody's ever shown me how to do this. And I'm doing what I know to do. And now I got a mess on my hands because I got a kid by this lady and a kid by that lady, and this kid don't know me and this kid don't know abide on child support. <laughs> I'm estranged from this one, I'm estranged from that one, and that one won't like me, and, that one, and, I'm, and everything they say about me is true. But I don't know how I get out of it. I don't know. And I can't go into 2024 carrying this stuff next year because I've got to stop it with me so it doesn't carry into you. He brings all the kids in, and they stare. Look, when he brought the kids, go back to the last verse real quickly. They're all of Judah with their little ones, their wives, their families. Stood before the Lord. Look at this. Then. When you identify your issue. As generational. Up and down. And you recognize you're putting a stop to it. You're dealing with this thing. For me and my house. We will serve the Lord. When you start realizing the buck stops. With me. And you start realizing. The reason it stops with you. Is not about you. It's about, it's through you. When you start seeing that, then the Spirit of the Lord come upon Jehazel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Beninah, the son of Jeel, the son of Maniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph in the midst of the assembly. Now watch this. And he said, listen, now the word of the Lord is coming. All of you Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and you King Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord to you. Don't you be afraid. Don't you be dismayed. Because of this great battle, this great multitude, this great curse, this great danger, this great thing that's come upon you, don't, 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 you, get, don't you get dismayed. For the battle was never yours. Somebody else picked it. Now you're going to have to end it. Yeah. Mm. If you don't end it, they, bend it. They, get the, they, they They carry it to the next generation. Somebody's got to stop it. This battle is not yours, but it's God's. Tomorrow, go down against them. They will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jireh. You will not, look at this, you won't even need to, you won't even have to roll your sleeves up. You're not even going to have to get down on your knees. You're not going to have to fast for 40 days like Moses did. No, I watch. You will not even need to fight this battle. But position yourselves. You get in your rightful place. Stand still and see that. No, have we not heard that before? Yeah. Moses bringing the children of Israel out of Egypt and he has a rod in his hand. They're coming to the Red Sea. Moses has taken them. There's millions of people behind him. And, and, and Pharaoh and the army are coming on their heels. And he's going, Oh God, they're right behind our people. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? He gets to the Red Sea. The Red Sea's looking at him right here. He can't take those people through that Red Sea. The promised land is on the other side and what separates them from their destination is the Red Sea. Moses looks back at the people. He sees Pharaoh and the army coming. He sees the Red Sea in front of him. He's locked in. He's trapped. He has no other option here. God says, what do you have in your hand? I got a, I got a, I got a staff. I got a rod. I got the anointing. The rod is the anointing. It's the grace of God. It's the power of God. He says, Well, Moses says, Stand still and you'll see the salvation of the Lord. What else was he going to say? The Red Sea's in front of him. The people are gathered behind him. Pharaoh's behind them. He's trapped. There's nothing else for him to do. And he's got a round in his hand and he says, Oh God, stand still. Stop. Watch. Watch what I do. Listen to this. Watch what I do, God said. What? Next verse. Salvation of the Lord. Go back one more, sorry. Position yourself. Stand still See the salvation of the Lord. Who is with you, O Judah? Praise and peace. City of peace. Do not fear, he said it again, or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord is with you. And And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all of Judah And all the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Then the Levites and the children of the Kohathites and of the children of Kohathites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with, look, voices that were loud and high. So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Jerusalem, or Judah, and your and the habits of Jerusalem. Believe, oh God, this is powerful, in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. Hebrews chapter 1 says, In times in the past, sundry times in the past, God sent his prophets to tell what was going to happen. But in the last days, he sent his son Jesus to tell him. And Jesus said to the disciples, if you believe me, you'll see the glory of God. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those, look at this, who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty... holiness. It's not yours. You're battling stuff that you didn't pick. You can't fix it on your own. You got it. That's just the way God made me. It's not just the way God made you. It's because you got that's your daddy and your mommy and your grandma and your grandpa and their grandma and grand grandpa. You got it's all been passed down to you. You you are a product of your environment and what you've learned. But the day you stand in the assembly with your family, your children, and you make up a reservation in your heart that says, "Uh uh-uh, the buck stops with me, you're not putting it on you because you're realizing I am putting a stop to a battle that I didn't face, I didn't pick. And you look straight at the cross, and when he consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing who should praise the beauty of His holiness. And they went out before the army and were saying, look, praise the Lord. And they're quoting, quoting Exodus chapter 14. Because they're looking at all the kids. They're looking at all the families, the wives, the kids, and the generations. are going, man, His, his mercy is abundant in Exodus 14, 18. But He doesn't just turn His head to the stuff we've done He visits the iniquity of of their fathers into the third and fourth generations. And now Jehoshaphat's looking at this and goes, man, I had a peaceful life. But all this stuff has come crashing down on me. And the Lord's looking back at Jehoshaphat and saying, Jehoshaphat, we're putting a stop to some stuff today. We're ending some things today. Some things that, that would go on to the next generation if you don't stop it today. And Jehoshaphat, this battle is not yours. You didn't pick the fight three or four generations above you, and I'm not expecting you to fight the fight today. I'm going to take care of this for you. What's this? And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir who had come against Judah. Look, and they were defeated. For the people of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir to utterly kill and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy. They turned on each other. Your enemies will turn on... The tendency of having anger, rage, addiction, lust, I, I, I could name them all, all in your line up is designed to take you out and to pass on the next generation. But the moment you stand in the presence of the Lord and say the buck stops with me because of them. Yeah. It ain't going to the next one. It's stopping with me. I'm stopping it. The Lord looks at you and says this is not your battle. I'm going to fight the battle. And here's what begins to happen. The very enemies of your soul that was passed down were passed down to you are the very things God will use to free you. And that which was designed to take you out will be the very thing God uses to take you in. So the addiction, the lust, the anger, the rage, the sickness, the disease, everything that's come, oh my God. What it does, it's designed to kill you and pass on to the next generation. It stops with you and the very thing that stops with you, that was to take you out, will be the very testimony that you have that takes you in. It turns the corner. What's this. So, when Judah came to a place overlooking the wilderness, they looked toward the multitude, and all they saw (laughs) were dead bodies. Enemies dead, destroyed. Sickness and disease destroyed. Rage, lust. Hereditary things that are passed down, dead and destroyed have nothing in you anymore. So when Judah came to that place overlooking the wilderness, they looked out from the multitudes and there were dead bodies fallen on the earth. Look, not one of them escaped. When Jehoshaphat and his people came, look at this. It wasn't just a matter of getting rid of the the stuff that was supposed to go to the next generation. Look what God does. So when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away their spoil, they found among them an abundance of valuables on the dead body it's not just to get it off of you it's to get it in you it's not just to get the curse away from you it's to get the blessing into your family Yes. Yeah. it took them three days to gather all the spoil that the enemy had designed and built up to kill them with Jehoshaphat and the whole people go whoa And here's how this goes down. You'll start looking at your... Your grandmama, your granddaddy, your dad, your mom that are not around anymore, or not, all the things that caused you hurt and pain that you felt like you lost or were miserable, and going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I, I feel lost, I feel miserable, I, I feel I, I missed that in my life, I, I, I didn't get a chance to do that, and you feel all this this, uh, this disappointment because of all these things that happened, and you go, God, why did that happen? Now you're dealing with stuff that they give you, and you know, God, she's that way, now I'm seeing myself that way, and, and, and all these things you start dealing with, but then what begins to happen is, when you start worshiping and you're in his presence, you begin to see them in a different way. Yeah. You begin to look at Bob and Dad and Grandpa and Grandma and begin to go, oh God. And her heart turns towards them. And the mercy that you sing about toward God, you begin to give towards them. Yeah. When you were angry and frustrated and mad and, and dying, man, because it's your fault. You did this. You abandoned me when I was a kid. You were, you did, and now all of a sudden you're going, oh God, I forgive them. Yes. I forgive them. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you forgiving them? Because the buck stops with you. And if you can stop that, your kids won't get the unforgiveness. Spoil it. Take the spoils in 2023 of all the things that have been passed down to us that we didn't pick the fight for. Take those spoils and stop them with you so we can go into 2024 with the blessing of the Lord on our life as we go forward. Yeah. And precious jewelry which they stripped off themselves more than they could carry away they were three days gathering the spoils because there were so much. Watch this. And on the fourth day three days death, burial, resurrection the fourth day after those three days Jesus shows himself. Watch. And on the fourth day they assembled the valley of Barakah where they had blessed the Lord. Therefore the name of that place was called the valley of Barakah until this day. Then they returned every man of Judah and Jerusalem, praise, peace, with Jehoshaphat in front of them to go back to Jerusalem with what? They came there in fear, left with spoils and joy. For the Lord had made them rejoice over diabetes, over cancer, over anger, over divorce, over infidelity, over addiction, over abandonment, over poor decisions. I can name it and name it and name it and name it and that will cause fear into you as long as you keep carrying it. But when you get your family in the presence of God and you stand there as Jehoshaphat did. And you begin to sing with high praises. And you begin to worship him for who he really is. His mercy endures forever. And you say the buck stops with you. Your heart begins to turn back towards those people, and you forgive them for what they've done to you and what they didn't do for you. And you don't hold any regrets and hold any grudges, and you go, Oh, here I am. All of a sudden, something starts happening to you. You trade in your mourning for joy. You're betrayed in your ashes for the beauty. And something begins to happen in your life that your kids begin to look at you and go, Ha, I rise up and call you blessed. Next verse. So they came to Jerusalem with stringed instruments, stringed instruments, and harps and trumpets (laughs) to the house of the Lord and the fear of god was all the kingdoms of those countries why when they heard that the lord had fought the battle for israel then the realm look go back, we'll read that one. then the realm of jehoshaphat was quiet. Look at this. For god gave him rest. peace.
1: Hear that testimony today. You are Come this far by faith, and I just can't turn back because he's not done.